0: Welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip the Block, and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals that talk about uh, the law enforcement issues in the news, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. And let me go ahead and introduce the crew to you guys, if you you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show. And uh, I I won't forget you tonight, Randy. Uh, We have uh, all retired this evening. We have uh, Chief John Newman. Uh, We have... uh, Retired special agent Dan O'Kelly, ATF. We have Lieutenant Randy Sutton. We've got Corporal David D. Grusta. We have producer Will Statzer. And uh, thanks guys for being on the show, appreciate it. Also a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, we have GALS, uh, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.live, TAC-TOTE.com, and we are fueled by Bang Energy. So thanks to all those entities for helping make this happen. And let's see our next one, another video. It's also on This Is Butter. Monterey County DA's releases body cam prior to fatal shooting after police chase in San City. Hello, how you doing?
1: Hello sir, how are you? How uh, can you have your hand behind the seat? No reason. What was that? No reason. C- can you roll down the back window? Center 11, Lake 1, the subject took off. Took off try not to tase him because right. I don't want him to get tased and crash and hurt somebody and here's, else. Here's the other part. If he's in park if he's not cooperating, we tase him before he can put it in drive. Yeah, we've got to be quick though because I'm worried about yeah, all the people down there.
0: All right, let's walk up. All right. But we're walking up. Hands, let me see your hands. 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 Watch. So, uh, this incident starts at 8:32 in the morning when a San City police officer does a traffic stop on a brown Chevy Impala. Um, the driver he's the, he's the only guy in it and he doesn't yield, which means he's pulled over and the cop starts to ask him questions, the guy just puts him driving takes off and uh so then he starts driving around in a five block radius not at high speed so the driver ultimately stops at an intersection he stops because he's blocked by police cars both to the front and the rear of his impala and by the time he stopped there's multiple police cars from sand city and seaside police departments and they're all on the scene uh so five officers proceeded to exit the patrol cars had the firearms drawn except for one officer who only deployed a taser so body cam depicts this um 10 minute um standoff in which the officers are negotiating with him and over um, him anyhow it kind of gets where they're plotting on what they're going to do i got a commercial break i got to take we'll be right back so let's talk radio yes we're nationally syndicated in the radio and yes it was the boss hog radio network that gave us our first break of the terrestrial radio which is over the airwaves so look they're in florida they're in bushnell and sumter county lakeland and plant city florida winter haven florida also avon park and sebring uh so uh The Boss Hog Radio Network has a huge reach. They have four AMs and an FM. So thank you to the Boss Hog Radio Network. We're also on WKUL. They have two FMs in Coleman, Alabama. KBAR, an AM in Burley, Idaho, uh, WVMG, they're in Chattanooga, Tennessee on an FM, and uh, they're also on WMYU, another FM in Ottawa, Tennessee, we're on KCPX, they have an FM and an AM in Moab, Utah, and there's also KYAH, which has an AM in Delta, U- Utah, AM, FM, 247, They're on a ton of uh, stations across Tampa Bay, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, where Randy's at, all over the U.S., Uh, but their latest edition is Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, We're also on threeriversbroadcasting.com, Backstage Radio Network, and centraloregonradio.com, so please check out those entities. Welcome back to Leo Roundtable shows. We're on our final 10 minutes of the show. And so we've got, uh, these guys uh, discussing how they're going to engage this bad guy, this non-compliant sole driver of this Impala. So this, uh, video depicts a 10 minute standoff during which the officers tried to negotiate with him. And, uh, they're trying to get this guy, you know, out of the car. So the officers repeatedly ask him to show both of his hands. When he continually displays only one of them, officers they close in within about ten feet of him. And it's at that point he suddenly displays what appears to be a firearm. And there's a beautiful still frame of this when it goes down. So uh, the officers, they it says they first scatter and then it follows by quickly firing a total of six rounds. Driver struck by the rounds and killed. And uh, the DA's office reported locating a BB gun inside the Impala after the shooting. So he was armed with a BB gun. Not that it matters because it really doesn't, but that's the way that went down. Uh, we got about nine minutes before the end of the show, guys. Who wants to take this first? David DeGresta.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, I understand trying to get the guy to comply. And the, the officer that was doing most of the talking uh, sounded like he was talking to a young child um explaining to him you know listen if we're, we're going to deploy you know CS gas or or pepper spray and it's really going to burn your eyes and make it hard to breathe and then we might send in a canine and the canine is going to bite you and it's going to hurt really bad and he just went on and on and on with every possible um less than lethal option that he could think of that it that they might do we might have to grab you and it might hurt if you don't comply just And at at some point you're going, Jesus, dude, either do something or shut up because he's sort of getting on my nerves after a while. This was like a badly written movie because you knew what was coming. You knew as soon as, as soon as the cops got into the conversation and and said, well, let's just walk up on the car. Let's just walk up on it. And you're going, are you kidding me? First, you threaten him with all this non-lethal stuff and then you're just going to walk up on the car. You know what's coming. So it, it was one of those things where did they not have the less lethal to use? Was it a bluff? I, I That I don't understand. They didn't have the car pinned in either. The, the car in front was four or five feet away from the guy. He could have driven, driven away if he wanted to, but he didn't. Um, I don't know what was in, in his mind either. Uh, but that, again, strange, strange way of working a scene, but okay.
0: All right. Th- thanks, David. Uh, Lieutenant Randy, um, I know I was getting background uh, just a second ago on the mic, but um, but you're up next, and I also want you to talk about the of Blue while you're at it. Can you hear me lieutenant Randy?
1: yeah i had to quiet that background noise there a little bit so um yeah a couple things one i was really concerned about the uh about the crossfire situation um it looked like it looked like there was a lot of it was a lot of mix-up going on there when the, if the if the lead started flying so that that concerned me and uh, uh this was i mean th- they did everything they could to de-escalate this thing and i think they They, you know, that one officer was trying to do his best to to get this dude out. I would really like to know, because I didn't read it anywhere, what the story was behind his noncompliance. Was this guy wanted for something? Was there, I I mean, we we don't know the rest of the story here, which might have led to a a little fuller understanding of what his conduct was. But uh, I I was a little taken aback by why they just decided, hey, let's just walk up on the car now. That could've, this could have turned into something much, much more uh, devastating. Um, but why, why we're talking, I, I'm glad you brought up the Wounded Blue, because I want to tell you guys something. Um, I just got back from Chicago, where I underwent, uh, along with the head of my peer advocate support team, um, an incredible procedure called SGB, stellar ganglion block. This is a game changer for people they're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. <clears throat> Up till very recently, only veterans could get this, and it is a game changer. When I tell you that it is eighty-five percent effective for people suffering from severe effects of post-traumatic stress disorder, um, we were uh, we actually underwent the treatment. Uh, I can tell you that I underwent it and under a local anesthesia, no pain whatsoever. I also underwent the other part of it under a twilight anesthesia, no pain whatsoever. And I can tell you right now, this is saving lives of law enforcement officers around the country, as well as veterans around the country who are suffering from extreme post-traumatic stress disorder. So I wanna tell that those that are that are suffering, uh, go to thewoundedblue.org and uh, reach out to me. I'll tell you all about it. Uh, the, the, uh, the company that we are partnered with uh, taking the price down from four thousand to sixteen hundred bucks. If you go through the Wounded Blue, Wounded Blue makes no money on this, but we are uh, extremely uh, excited about this because this could save a lot of lives.
0: Thanks, thanks, Lieutenant. And guys, I, I encourage you to fo- to follow um, Lieutenant Randy and the Wounded Blue on Twitter because he has a lot of great information and some shots of him doing the treatment on Twitter as well. So so please uh, please check that out um chief john i i, I want to get the two more articles real quick did you have something no nope, good. we're good okay i want to throw in these uh these these two are kind of related i'm going to cover a, a, an update and then a main story i've only got four minutes before the end of the show so i'm gonna have to really cut this short on uh, leo ferris who talks about man killed sheriff's deputy after pulling a hidden gun during his smoke break so we've got um look uh we got a uh, i think one or two deputies they let this guy talk him into uh, doing a smoke break. He's got a, a a gun hidden on him, and he ends up um, um, killing a sheriff's deputy. I think the bad guy ends up getting killed too, so just really a, a horrible story. Uh, but I know David has been talking about how don't breach protocol. I mean, I was cracking jokes about the guy that got burned at the gas station. He got tasered to lit on fire. And David still would have, you know, I was feeling sorry for the guy getting handcuffed with his flesh peeling off and stuff. Uh, but now we've got police one. Uh, Ken Wallingtime wrote an article, third frisk of underwear finally uh, revealed the gun. And it's United States versus Smith. And they Look, they ruled that this is t- totally proper. There were all kinds of justification for three searches on this bad guy. Um, it talks about the justifications for doing uh, uh, a, a Terry frisk, and everything was completely supported by the Supreme Court. Um, so, I, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is, is that you know we are. Experts in this field were telling you for a reason why you need to, protocol is there for a reason and it helps save lives. Uh, Attorney Ward and then whoever else wants to jump in. We got two minutes and 40 seconds. Wasn't the Supreme Court. It was the Seventh Circuit. Uh, What what I found, I mean, it's a good decision. The thing I found interesting is according to the article, or maybe it was in the opinion, um, the cops offered to take off his cuffs so he could get whatever it was. that was bouncing around in his pants. Now I don't know if that was just plain carelessness or it was some brilliant tactic, uh, because if he said no, that gives him more, even more reasonable suspicion to do a search.
2: Yeah. Okay. See? I I I maybe I read it wrong. I I may have to go back and read it again. I thought that the bad guy said, "If you take my handcuffs off, I'll get out of my pants. What what is in there?" And the cop said, "Yeah, not so much. We'll we'll go down there and get it ourselves." Which. Um, if you were and to tie it into the other article about the cop, get, the deputy getting shot by the guy who had the gun in his pants. Um, guys, he was arrested on narcotics, firearms, absconding, a bunch of other stuff like that. Somebody like that, it, it, it's it's damn near a strip, strip search, because if he had a gun in an offense first, he's going to have another one. You've got to search these people under arrest. The Terry Frisk, do your job feel them up it uh, sorry it's just the way it is
0: you know i saw a, a, a grace uh, a smile grace some of the faces when you said feel them up but uh but no you're you're, you're right on it i don't run the risk of this happening because there is a perfect example on these two on these two stories and i thanks flg man for supporting the show appreciate it but david
2: yeah yeah you'll have these bad guys that'll try to talk you off of it you know what are you what are you grabbing me for you you know you, you like what you're feeling you know all this kind of crap yeah okay i i got gotcha. you not a problem, my brother. My hands are going right, right down your pants. And, John, don't sit there quiet because we've all been there with our hands down these bad guys' pants, right in their crotches, feeling for, after arrest, feeling for drugs, guns, and everything else. Favorite place to hide it. Don't don't avoid it. Go after it. Find it. Save yourself and your partners a, a lot of problems. I wasn't saying anything. You got issues, Dave. <laughs> well, well that's, that's beside the point, but I guarantee you I'll find a gun in your crotch without a problem. There's so
1: many metaphors to be had, so many, so little time.
0: Yeah, and of course, it, it, in, in the FCC, yeah. Uh, good good point, good point, guys. Uh, Dan, you got 15 seconds.
1: Yeah, failure to handcuff or handcuffing in front is one of the Ten Commandments from back in the day, Pierce Brooks, 1970s. It'll get you killed. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Handcuff, in back, leave them cuffed, and everything the other guys said.
0: Thank you, panelists, for being on the show. Appreciate it. Um, also, a shout-out to our sponsors, Gulls, Guardian Alliance, Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TAC-TOTE.com, and also being fueled by Bang Energy. Hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week.